You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is my actual favorite. Uh, Cupid Shuffle is awesome. I, I, something about this one from Bird Teeth. <clears throat> During my aunt and uncle's Catholic wedding ceremony, one of the groomsmen passed out from what would turn out to be food poisoning. The priest asked for any doctors in attendance to come up, and my dad, a medical device salesman, answered the call. <laughs> Just did, this did not help and only lengthened the delay. So dad rolls up, and he's like... You want a you want a CPAP? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm Doctor Adjacent. Wow. <laughs> it'll be uh, it'll be uh, thir- thirty-seven monthly installments of six hundred dollars, but we will. Like, <laughs> we'll get this is like straight up. This is like Hank Hill saying he's a firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> I just see him as having one of those horrifying instructional dolls they use in med school to teach on or in dentist offices, you know, to teach dentists like that Treble used to tweet out, you know, that like basically sort of a pseudo human with a rictus smile. Like, eh. It's like, hold on, I've got one of these in my trunk. It's going to help you through this. Uh, I have I have brand complimentary brand pens. Does that help? <laughs> Does that solve the problem? To the Shutdown Full Cast, you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast, 
if you wanted another one, that's too bad. Because we give you so much more than just college football. We're going to give you stories of love tonight. Who are we? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. That we have brought together this congregation today to celebrate love. And our congregation, as always, is, uh, first of all, our pastor presiding over ceremonies today will be uh, the Honorable Jason Kirk. Jason Kirk, how are we doing? Dearly beloved, we are gathered <laughs> to not talk about college football ever. Spencer, what is your, are you the uh, MC or the DJ? Or, or which, which I'm the DJ here? and okay. the MC because wow. we, the budget is low. Okay. Uh-huh. We'll be playing music with Spotify free for the ceremony, so I know you like to cut the rug, but sorry, these Bombas ads have to get read in the middle of your nuptials. Uh, every wedding's got guests, and this episode of Wedding Disasters is no different. Holly Anderson? What? What? It's the worst thing you've ever seen at a wedding. Uh... My cousin who wore clear heels to my other cousin's wedding. Wow. That's impressive. Not counting what happened at my wedding. Although that wasn't really a disaster. That was fantastic. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a guy who was. You and this has been said on the show before, but you and your wife are A and A2 on any wedding guest list because you each bring a completely different set of skills. Yeah, minor of the festive dancing variety. You are and... always the first one on the dance floor, mm-hmm. and you will, you encourage others to dance with you, and uh, she'll fight people. Hers are more of the Liam Neeson variety. Yeah, 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 which I have never seen her do before then. Yeah, long story short, I watched her smack a drink out of a man's hand. No, no, hand. no, you're not telling. Okay. I'm not. For you to tell this story, I'm sorry, y'all. I almost skipped this week, too. I've been sick for a couple of weeks. This is all the voice I have, but I was not skipping a Disasters episode. Uh, no, Spencer, that's your volume. You don't need to be louder. Uh, that's the headphones. If you want to make the headphones louder, you turn that up. So anyway, about this guy. Your bet. No, that. Okay. Server, leave all this in. Um, Spencer <laughs> would have you believe that his wife smacked a drink out of an overserved guest at my wedding. What actually happened? was that this guy was coked out of his mind and had already lost his shirt, was down to his T-shirt. And uh, no, no, he lost the shirt later. This comes to bear. Uh, server, keep all this in. So the actual version of the story is that there was a guest who brought in almost like a sarcastic amount of cocaine. And I think it was right around the time that he propositioned my brand new in-laws for group sex in the bathroom at the reception hall. They were, they were sitting on a little bench outside waiting for their car to be brought around that uh, this all happened without my knowledge because I didn't know there was a plot afoot to, to take him down. Uh, But that was apparently your wife's tipping point. And in the middle of the dance floor, uh, he, I guess got a little too close to her and she smashed a full martini glass into his chest and broke it with her bare hand is what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Like she took the martini glass made of glass full of alcohol and smashed the whole thing into this guy's chest barehanded. So he took off his button down. And after that, all my dad had to do was point at the bartenders and say, the guy in the t-shirt. Mm-mm. 
it looked like out of the corner of my eye, it looked like a Kamehameha, right? <laughs> she apologized about this for like a year and a half after, and it did not help that my dad would always call her killer uh, whenever he saw her after that. And it took a couple years for us to convince her that no, she was the hero of the hour. Um, so I guess technically having your in-laws uh, asked if they want to join a bathroom orgy at your wedding probably counts as a bad thing. But honestly, I look back at that story fondly. Uh, our other guest at the wedding will be Ryan Nanny. Ryan, um, you, <coughs> you, you've already hit the open bar tonight. You are prepared to dance, boogie, and get everyone out on the floor. What is the song at a wedding that will make you absolutely do these things wow it's been, i mean it's been obviously it's been a while since i've uh <clears throat> attended an event like this so your answer is stained yep that's it's the one it's been a while yeah that's my jam <laughs> i hate my dad yep you nailed it Thank he's you. right over there um i don't have a clear answer to that because i I did the initial <laughs> filtering of the disasters list we're going to talk about in a little bit here. Um, and I, I did the same thing for the romance disasters episode we did. I don't even remember when that was. Y'all, we got to talk about what constitutes a disaster. You're never like this with the marine disasters. Well, and by you, I mean the listeners. Here's the thing. Many of the things that were submitted are, in fact, disasters. Oh, yeah. But, but y'all, this show is supposed to be funny. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, it, it veers more towards the, um, oh God, that's brutally sad, that thing mm -hmm. that happened. I will say this though, I, I, I did learn something important from prepping uh, the possibilities for this episode. There is no correlation whatsoever between disastrous wedding and successful marriage. People... Mm -hmm. People mm -hmm. said that there were wedding disasters where the couple was still happily married long after. People talked about wedding disasters where the couple didn't make it a year. Like, the good news is if you are getting married sometime soon, it does not like, yeah, you don't want a disaster at your wedding. But if it happens, it does not mean anything about your future relationship. Yeah, one of the happiest couples I know got married uh, on top of Lookout Mountain in Chattanooga uh, in the face of an onrushing, huge uh, hurricane-driven thunderstorm. And there was the loudest clap of thunder I've ever heard in real life right as they said, speak now. And they're still happily married, and it's been like 15 years. Even yeah. God could knock that shit down. There's some stuff in here that... Yeah. Also, she went to Auburn, so I have to say right now, Tiffany, I'm sorry for what I just said about God. <laughs> That's the appropriate P.O. box to put this in, by the way. You're like, I need to get a message to Jesus. They're like, okay, find an Auburn grad. They're closer to them than and anyone else. bring cash. And bring cash. Um, the other thing. And sorry I think again, we, Tiffany. I think we all agree on this, is that most, I think most disaster episodes, we like a, a yarn. Something that, you know takes us on a little bit of a journey for for wedding disasters in particular the best submissions all told seven words or less mm -hmm. i'll give you an example well not seven words or less but i'll give you a single sentence 
The groom's cake was an Ewok, even though the groom has never expressed an interest in Star Wars at any point. (laughs) There. That's a great one. This is in the middle of a story that's like 500 words. No, that's the good part. Right. I I think wedding disasters and weddings in general are a great reminder that nobody is on the same page and people are terrible at reading off the same script. There are a thousand little stories everywhere. And no one is exactly sure what is to happen that day. For instance, if you ask me, what's going on in the minds of the bride, the groom, the mother of the bride, and the pastor? Those are four entirely different narratives, all with varying levels of investment. The groom, just hoping to get through the day without too many errors. The pastor barely knows anybody's names and likely will mess them up during the ceremony before pitching their own church in the middle of the service. The the, the bride... I have no idea what's going on because I've never been a bride, but I understand it's bad in there. You're still young. Yeah, I am still he's young. He's not. No, he's not. Ryan, <laughs> at heart. You're, no, your heart's I, not I young either. Phil just won a U.S. Oh, Open. We're all just getting started over here. Here, let me, give you, let me give you another single sentence out of a long story that's not good. The highlight of the day was watching a seagull vomit up an intact 14-inch fish. That's great. Yeah, that's the good scene in an otherwise okay movie. That's, yeah, there's there's a lot going on at a wedding and no one's exactly sure what's supposed to happen or how to do it or who to talk to or uh, what the actual procedures or protocols are for any of this. And I think that's at the root of a lot of these. The My own wedding was in an old hotel in Florida where the air conditioning went out in the middle of June when the wedding happened that was bad enough by itself no that's not the best part no the best part is that um after after we all got in the lobby and realized the music was still on so the atmospheric music was on the entire ceremony which i have to say if you can get married in the middle of a weather channel update do it's the smoothest it's like you got oh i thought you were gonna say the best one was the lady walking through with a fun noodle that is the best part because the pool was on the other side. And really, again, people are stupid. They're terrible. And they do not like to pay attention to their surroundings at all. And this woman walking into the middle of what was obviously a wedding in her bathing suit with a pool noodle going, <laughs> where's the pool? Was this during the ceremony? During the ceremony. Okay. Walking in going, where's the- Have you seen the pool? I either deplore her complete lack of situational awareness or consideration or admire it. I'm still on the fence, to be honest. I know I feel strongly about it. I just don't know which direction. That sounds like somebody who was built for Twitter, who was built for an environment where you just like plunge in and say your shit and it doesn't matter what else is going on. Zero knowledge. Just broadcast mode only. That woman goes to Hardee's and she's like, I want eggs and bacon and some French toast. Why don't you have that? This, this Where's woman the is pool? the she's the tweet of the dog who got on the um, elevator. Oh. <laughs> Remember that one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's the, she's the she's the woman who really likes going on cruises because there's everything on the boat. In case I want to do that, I want to buy a car. There's a dealership on the Lido deck. Like that's that's who this is made for. It's made for the person who does none of the homework and needs zero context for any of their desires or needs. That person admire her so much in florida wow who would have thought yeah in florida somebody who's just like society i unsubscribe from that list society has an eye in it therefore it's about me i'm just gonna keep interspersing tiny bits from the longer ones that we're not using here's another one 
grabbed her by the hand, looked her in the eyes, and said, I think we should see other people. She began crying, went to the middle of the dance floor, and laid down on her back, screaming. (laughs) (laughs) There were... There were several submissions from people who got broken up with or broke up with somebody at a wedding. Consistently the worst possible idea. Consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a, it occurs to me we had another near miss that could have been a lot of fun, but your oldest son was supposed to be in my wedding. Mm-hmm. And it was called off because he was in your wife's sister's wedding Brother's right wedding. before this. Okay. Yeah. And apparently at the start of the time when he was supposed to walk down the aisle, because he's very cherubic, so he's going to be very in demand for weddings, he just laid face down on the floor and started screaming. And No, didn't say anything. Just went silent. Oh, I thought he screamed. No, went silent to the ground. And when I went up and said, hey, buddy. Like a malfunctioning NPC in Fallout. (laughs) Right. Concealing my desire to scream and explode in the middle of this environment. And he leaned down and said, hey, buddy, what's going on? He, without moving his head, goes, shh, I'm sleeping. (laughs) So your wife called me right after this, like the night of the reception, and said, "Uh, he can't be in your wedding. And I was like, no, it's fine. And while I was on the phone, you beeped in from your phone, and you were not in the same room with her, and you were like, yeah, he can't be in your wedding. And that was when I took it seriously. Cannot. Yeah. Yeah. Because your wife is worried about propriety. And uh, anyway, good looking out. Yeah. This, this is what makes a good best man. Do people know you were my best man? Uh, I was the best man at your wedding, yes. Yeah, that's very true in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. C- Captain Serbs, do you have a wedding dis- disaster you'd like to share? Um, I, I've got a couple that I could share, but I think there's only one, and it's from when I was a kid. The Let me set the scene for you. It is at a single wide trailer in yes. the front yard. Um, one of my dad's close friends that he, uh, grew up with was getting married. Um, they, the, the wedding itself went really fine. The, the, the nuptials, if you will. Um, and then in the reception, they broke out the four wheelers and (laughs) so, so this is an Orthodox rough riders wedding. Yeah. (laughs) This was in in King, North Carolina, Stokes County, just South of the Virginia line. Real, Mm -hmm. um, real, real on brand. So we, (laughs) if I remember this correctly, it was the best man and the groom, my dad's friend and a couple, couple other people riding four wheelers down the street and they crossed over. They lived down a dirt road, but at the end of the dirt road was the main road. And they crossed over it. Well, they just so happened to cross over it when a police officer was coming down the road. So he stopped them, pulled them over, and said, you cannot take these on the road. Obviously, they're really, like, drunk as fuck because it is a wedding. (laughs) Um, So there's that element of it. But at this time, the best man's wife had walked down to the end of the dirt road and confronted the police officer... And the man was doing every, he was going to avoid going to jail, even though he was drunk on a four wheeler. And she, I, I don't know, I don't know what her motivation was, but she just decided to say, get your damn hands off my husband and, <laughs> and punch the cop really hard in the face. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. And, got, yes. <laughs> and she got arrested and sent to jail. But the thing was, is when she was getting arrested, I guess the, the normal switch that had been flipped to the proper position and the man on the four-wheeler's brain got switched to the wrong position. (laughs) And he said, no, 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 get your hands off my wife. And he then attacked the police officer and was also taken to jail. Um, Luckily, the groom and bride did not. So 
that day wasn't totally ruined for them, but the best man and his wife did get taken to jail for <laughs> punching a police officer. And then they... <laughs> Sorry, it just had to happen. <laughs> and then I'll only—I'll just share a quick one from my own wedding, which went off really without a hitch. Surprisingly, given our two families coming together, it was normal for the most part. Uh, my wife's little cousin and his girlfriend did steal. We got married at Blueberry Hill in Elkin, North Carolina, which is an old farm, and they had a lot of like uh, like go karts and stuff around, or uh, golf carts and stuff around to to get around the the grounds. So her little cousin and his girlfriend stole it. Uh, basically, they found the keys and like stole one of the the golf carts and took it off into the woods and and then banged. But there was like a thirty minute uh, freak out from the person who owned the place. Like my golf cart has been nah, stolen. Sounds like you were the ones doing the thirty minute freak out. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know until the next day, but it was my favorite story for my wedding. Even though I didn't know it happened until afterwards. Um, and because he apparently he just brought brought it back and the lady was standing there. And he and he just like handed her the keys and didn't say anything, which I thought was a pretty. <laughs> you're gonna want to spray. Hey, you're gonna want to spray that down, lady. Yeah, pretty impressive move from us from a like 17 year old. <laughs> we're both we're both we're both very enthusiastic. You're gonna need to bleach it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna drop in another. I'm gonna drop in another one sentence. Cousin's wedding was at a Missouri winery. God, I'm not reading the rest Fuck. of this. I have an uncle who's. I believe his third wedding. Maybe fourth? Uh, Ooh, what's the highest number of wedding you've ever been to? Third. Okay. I've, I've been to a third. Okay. Um, Honestly, has anybody, has anybody been to a fourth? If you go to a fourth wedding, that person's family fucked up. Like, you shouldn't... <laughs> if, if, you're, if your family lets you get married a fourth time, they are reckless and out of control. I think if they, let, if they let the fourth marriage have a wedding. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I think, by the way, if you get married more than three times, two times, you just like parties. Just admit it. Just be like, I like to party. That's what a, th- a third of a Larry King. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you do the full Larry, Larry just liked parties. He just liked cake. That sure. was probably, he's like, I can't get good cake anywhere. Oh, go. They won't let you order a groom's cake just for yourself for a Saturday. <laughs> Koozies commemorating the day with congratulations, Derek and Kayla. Those were not the bride and groom's names. <laughs> My uncle's third wedding. Uh, first of all, an important member of the party showed up too drunk to function and had to be helped by other members of the wedding party. Was it party. the bride? How important are we talking? Very. The priest? <laughs> this raised the, the bride. As important as important as can be. Additionally, my mm. uncle wore, who is a landscaper, wore shoes, uh, his tennis shoes, like white tennis shoes, that said "weed eater" one word on the back of each heel. Yes. Yeah, yes. On his way down the aisle. Would you like me to introduce him to my cousin who wore the clear heels to this other wedding? Yes, especially okay. if those clear heels had goldfish in them. I am very interested yes. in this. Tail as old as time. Jason, you got a Jason, you got a good one. Let me try. I'm gonna try something here. Okay. All right. Oh, that worked. Oh, he slipped through a portal. He did. He's gone. Well, <laughs> is he going back to somebody else's wedding to make a bad moment happen? So he. I'm going to put another show? one sentence in here. Still don't know how the duck got there. There. Check. Check. <laughs> hello. Hello. Check. Oh, check. oh, hey. Oh, hey. Hey. All right. No. Now we just have a Oh, now we echo. Now we have a loop. Uh, I had to oh. slide off the mic. 
So I, I had to unplug the headset so I could bring on a special guest, right? All right. We are delighted to be joined by Emily Kirk. Emily, say hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> well, hey, Emily. Hey. Uh, and I do not recall how many details of our own wedding have been aired on this podcast. I, I will say there's no cop punching. I, I will give you that spoiler. No, definitely none did, of that. Did a child burn down the wedding venue? No, but it, I mean, there were many children around. Okay. <laughs> because the location was. <laughs> uh, we got married at a amphitheater in the middle of like youth baseball fields. Yeah, we were kind of poor, so uh, okay. and, and we, we tried to make the case for just, like, we'll just elope. And then we tried to make the case for, like, we'll just do a 10-person wedding. And Well, I blame it on being young and poor, and I was new to Georgia, so I didn't really get a say in a lot, which is pretty backwards, but that's what happened. Yeah, so we had, like, joggers overlooking our wedding. Uh, we had, like... We literally had, like, little kids from the baseball fields joining in. Yeah, we're, that's kind of like, cool. Yeah. We're, 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 we're like little league games happening. Well, yes. yeah, yes. we could we could hear them. Yes. We could hear them. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like we were we were within view yeah. of joggers. I mean, it was middle of June in Georgia, so it was dreadfully hot and baseball Oof. games all around us. And um, yeah, it. So the venue was like two hundred and fifty dollars. I think is why we went with it because we could afford it. Because no one helped us with a thing. And um, we, uh, there's just so many things. <laughs> oh, no. just, the, um, just so sad. <laughs> yeah, the, all the photos is like you can see the cinder block backdrop, and like you can yeah. see like like drainage stains in front of the stage. It's it's awesome, man. And, and like we did our best to like hang up like bunting and stuff, but it's like oh, we could only afford like ten feet of bunting. You should pretend it's like an album shoot that you guys did. I mean, yeah. it looks that cool. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think this is sick. You guys, you guys kind of had a mob deep wedding. It was. Uh, I mean, so here's the other thing. I had to. I made our cake. I made cheesecakes, which are really good, but like I shouldn't have had to do that. But also, <laughs> the morning of our wedding, um, so I, w I won't name who, but a relative was supposed to go <laughs> shop for all the groceries. And he he said that his he, sisters, he. yeah, his sisters would prepare the food for us. Okay, we we're just oh, having like, boy. I mean, it was at a ballpark. We we're having hors d'oeuvres, no hot dogs, but I mean, it wasn't that tacky. <laughs> Nachos. Yeah, mm. <laughs> no. But anyway, it was like just little stuff, whatever. He shows up at my hotel room with the groceries the morning of the wedding for me to prepare in a hotel room. No. no. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So that was fun. In the middle of getting my hair curled, I'm like putting veggies on a plate or something. I don't know. It was horrible. I, I was gonna say, were you making were you making like little quiches on the the hot the heating element <laughs> of the coffee maker? You're like, I can make one at a time. No, luckily it was steaming like, these things. Because we were so fancy, it was an extended stay hotel. So luckily, oh. they actually have a full size fridge. And I don't think there was a burner, but there was, I don't know, we were able to do a couple little things. Yeah, it turned it, out, it turned out, uh, the food was the least of our complaints. Yeah. We had, I remember there was, um, like the steps down, it was going to be very awkward. It was, it was like a two foot drop. Yeah. Because it was like, it was like stadium type <laughs> seating, like on the grass where it just has like the, the different tiers of grass. 
So we had mm -hmm. to put cinder blocks as my steps. Which... So, so I called some dudes at public. So I was like, hey, when you guys are on break, can you bring cinder blocks down here to our wedding? <laughs> this yeah. is the kind of friends to have. You had cinder blocks on call, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Apparently, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. And sure. yeah, so luckily I didn't like break an ankle stepping on cinder blocks. <laughs> um, There's yeah. so many stupid details. And then like, um, we were poor, so the honeymoon was not even in Gatlinburg. We couldn't even afford Gatlinburg, We made it Tennessee. as far as Pigeon Forge. We made it to Pigeon Forge. And we came home a day early because <laughs> we were so broke, we couldn't so actually afford to do anything in Pigeon Forge. We saw the sick bear in June in, yeah. in Pigeon Forge. And we saw Finding Nemo. We saw that the Hulk movie was out for a dollar. That's but, a, yeah. That sure. sick bear. That sick bear is the county commissioner, and you will it's pay the him respect. Oh, it was so sad. I think that bear. just made me want to cry. That, that was probably we were like, no, nope, like, honeymoons are done. That's it, it. But there was just like we did. We couldn't do anything. It was really, <laughs> really. I think we went out to eat once. Like we literally went to the grocery store on our honeymoon and bought ramen to eat in our in our condo thing. <laughs> It was really good. And like, I like, uh, your license was, was, Oh yeah. Right before our wedding, both of our licenses has been, had been suspended. Yes. Mine, Outlaw country. So right. mine, like the day before our wedding, I was having to go to the DMV to get a replacement. So one of us could drive on our honeymoon. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. Mine, my wallet was stolen and I was, I had moved here not too far before that from Kansas city. So getting a replacement in a new state is really difficult. <laughs> Mine was suspended because of unpaid tickets in Arizona and drove all the way across the country with suspended license. So this just keeps getting better and better. The night before my bachelor party, me and the fellows, we were, I don't even know what the plan was, but the plan got called off. We were playing football in a Walmart parking lot mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. some dudes did a drive by with a paintball gun lit us up and then was that like, was that part of the festivities or just it wasn't planned we did not okay know <laughs> okay okay that just happened i mean it, it really sucked i was i was i was lighting it up i had like three touchdowns and then all of a sudden <laughs> you know um and we're like oh, fucking cops are here you know and then it's like, ah, I'm kind of bummed out. Let's go play NFL Street too, and then wake up and move around some cinder blocks and. <laughs> yeah, man, it was, well, it was and then amazing. The day of the wedding, okay, the <laughs> wedding is over, and this is the part that I think makes me the maddest. Here we go. <laughs> because the wedding is over, and people are all leaving, and for whatever reason, we're still there cleaning up. Oh no! Yeah. yeah. I was moving no. <laughs> and I was. It was so hot, and my dress weighed like fifty pounds. And I just wanted to leave. I was so mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, but, it's, it's important to start with a low point, right? Yeah. And everything but, is like, oh, well. It's not, it's not I mean, we're still married. It's been almost 18 years and we're still together. So I guess and a bunch of little leaguers got to got to witness a moment in true love. <laughs> we still have so that's photos. good. Yeah, we, we still have, have photos of like, of like boys. Who, they got, I mean, they're we like, had no photographer. They're like 23 now. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had no photographer, but we have like random pictures from the day. And there's literally during the ceremony, one of these boys is on somebody's shoulders in like the audience. <laughs> Wait, so they're like joined oh, in your phone. That's, that's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah. I mean, this was Cobb. This was this was Cobb. This was Cobb County, right? Yep. Uh, that was, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, oh, so the, Cherokee. So that there's a lot. There is a better than zero chance that you have a current MLB player right. in your wedding. <laughs> so that was yeah. We, Dansby Swanson was on stage with us. <laughs> yep. No, his the the name on his jersey was Bowles. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that was his name or not, but. We yeah, Emily, I have to I have to ask, have you been to a wedding since that had something egregious 
or disastrous happened to it that made you just go, oh, we got off easy? No. <laughs> okay, that's good. Not even close. We went to, uh, <laughs> we went to one. Did y'all do any pandemic weddings? No. 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 We did. My my little sister. They had a whole ceremony that was. It was like. It was like February, March, April. I forget when it, it was, was scheduled April. for. It yeah. was, but they it was scheduled for. Oh wait, this was was this the one you officiated? I remember this. Oh no, oh, that, no. Was different... that one wasn't so, an actual. Okay. This one, it ended up getting moved up, and like you know, it was this thing that ended up being like ten people, and we're all standing like fifty yards apart. But it was at the lake. It was pretty, and it guess what? Fine. All the relatives brought food for everyone to eat instead of putting <laughs> it on her that day. Must be yeah, nice. I, I officiated a, uh, a a what do you call it rededication ceremony yeah, uh, or whatever in the backyard. Uh, a vow renewal. Yeah. <laughs> rededication. Yeah, where uh, there was a, a a female relative. Yeah. Who had to show up wearing a hazmat suit because she hadn't been quarantining. <laughs> How embarrassing for her. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the groom, I mean the the husband in this case, he uh, is extremely high risk, and so his mom, who was still like just like party time. Had to, I wanted to be there, but had to wear a. She literally was wearing like a, a beekeeper suit or something. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Some it was people. like, I mean, what? I hey, that's, that's got a veil. That's yeah. wedding. This is the right way to shame people is like, okay. You, yeah. You dress like an astronaut. Sorry, time to Gordon Freeman this shit up. Yeah. What if we made them wear like those dog cones, but with like mesh over them? Some people yeah. really, though, so really should wear those to most parties. I think that's a good start for some people is yeah. hazmat suit. Mm. There are some people I wish would wear those to parties. I don't go to many parties, though. No. No, <laughs> no but with ideas like this, I wish you did. But yeah. see, it can only improve. See, Emily yeah. and Jason are the perfect example. Like, you, it's okay to have cinder block baseball wedding it has no bearing on what your marriage is actually going to be like. right i mean i tell everyone all the time like just go elope like who cares just yeah. go pay pay a hundred dollars and get it over with yeah just don't get married in front of the sick bear in pigeon Forge. no don't do that. Oh, Please, okay. no. if you no. can handle that you're cut out for anything what's really can... sad is we lived in arizona prior to me moving to georgia and we worked for this resort that was gorgeous and it was in sedona and it was the only um, resort in Sedona that actually had a creek in the background and people got married there all the time and because we worked there we could have gotten married with catering for $750 and for whatever reason we were like oh no we'll just wait to Georgia and figure it out yeah really smart really smart yeah stupid <sighs> I I think that you should get married by the married by the sick bear because <laughs> I think that's of course you it. do yeah uh, because they got a new ordained Sick Bear's got to be an ordained minister in Gatlinburg. So sad. Just no, saying. Pigeon Forge. Pigeon Forge. Yeah, we could. Oh, I'm sorry. Pigeon Forge. Wow. We did not Thank you, Emily. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh. Pigeon, Pigeon Damn Forge. So you guys, it was it was more of a go-kart track wedding than it was. Yeah. That sounds awesome. We What's couldn't have even afforded the go-kart track. Yeah, there ain't no go-kart. <laughs> it was pretty bad. But we made it out alive. Well, I, that's... That, that warms my heart, by the way. Also, that there's probably somebody in a, by the background of a video of your wedding, if anyone took any clips whatsoever or footage, there's probably in the distance a father destroying his son psychologically on the baseball diamond. <laughs> Just like while you guys are exchanging words of love, somebody in the background's like, Cody, that's why you're never going to be a starter. <laughs> I don't think... I don't know if you could see the ball fields. I mean, you could see part of the field, but I don't think you could see, like, people but you could definitely see the bathrooms so that's important sure yeah 
also that's remember, an important thing to have at any wedding yeah someone yeah. took the video of our wedding and played it on fast forward because like we're all wearing like you know like thick gray tuxes i don't even um, remember seeing this and like we were all the all the dudes were dabbing our foreheads <laughs> it, it, it looked like you know full speed <laughs> just hitting your face pounding your face with your <laughs> sleeve to wipe the sweat off in june in georgia yeah it's awesome it awesome event really hot really Good so there you have it. Oh, congratulations Lord. That's beautiful. That was, that was an excellent guest appearance. Thank you, Emily. Five stars. <laughs> the fucking the brass balls to show up on somebody's wedding day and be like, "Here is a sack of groceries. You make it." I'm honestly not sure what my reaction would have been in that situation. Dude, like... rock. That's my reaction. Dude, <laughs> rock. This, this, oh. this, by the way, speaks to the ma the male understanding of the necessity and utility of a wedding more than anything I have ever heard in my life. I thought you were going to say of a woman. No. Of a wedding. Where, what do I do? I purchase groceries. Yo, that's it. That's all I got to do. Fuck I got to show up and eat some tea cakes. Congratulations to Derek. Like, I just invented Uber Eats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, I've disrupted being a wedding guest. This is a meal planning service, you see. <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. It's world's first Instacart. Um, should we do some ads before we get into the reader stories? Oh, I was going to say, you, you, if, you, if you want money for a I wedding, it's ads. important to plan. And it's important to have the resources necessary with which to have that wedding. Ain't that right, Jason? You're, you're saying the real stuff. So I'm looking at my Acorns account right now, which you can... <laughs> oh, shit. I almost have $666. I'm very excited. I'm going to take a screenshot when that happens. Um, Acorns.com slash fullcast. You can start yourself off with $5, uh, and you will very soon have more money than we had for our entire wedding slash honeymoon, which I, I currently have in my Acorns account. This would have actually changed things significantly. We could have made it all the way to Change. shit. We could have made it to... Nashville, you could have gone to the haunted house. <laughs> yeah. We could have made it to Gatlinburg and bought knives in the knife store in the square mall in Gatlinburg with that kind of money. Um, but how Acorns works is nickels and dimes off your purchases go into your account and you can throw money in it whenever you want. And then it goes into the investment machine and investment stuff happens. It'll probably go better than Bitcoin has recently. Have you seen this? Have you heard of this, folks? Bitcoin's not doing so well. It, folks. Huh? Mm. The crypto is way of the future. The best part, of, the best part about that is, by the time this episode comes out, that yeah. could be completely inaccurate or even understating it more. Yeah, who's to say? Hartzell is who's grinding his teeth. The um, the I I think I forget who did it. My favorite tweet of the last few days showing that avocados are a more stable investment than Bitcoin <laughs> over the last year or whatever. <laughs> Always have uh, so, shouts out to avocados. Shout out avocados. Um, it, I'm sure Acorn, somewhere within the portfolio, is an avocados fund. I am still on pace to retire well after age 83, but that is fine. Uh, Acorns.com slash fullcast. Start yourself off with $5. I am, again, $5 away from 666 in my Acorns account. Uh, my own Acorns account. I'm on the, the, I have the family plan. I will tell you a stunning uh, update in the embezzlement of my younger son's fund by my younger son. There's been a stunning turnaround. I do not know how this happened. I do, know not, do not know why it happened, but despite contributing the same amount to each account every single week, just a drip drab in here on their way, saving a little bit so that over time it will grow. And, and it'll, before you know it, you'll have a substantial amount in there for either of them planning for their future. My younger son has somehow pulled ahead. What? Yes, huh? there's been a $25 swing. 
<laughs> and, uh, can, and I, with- can I offer you my new theory? This is yeah. all a smokescreen, and he has some much bigger heist going on o- over here where we're not paying attention. And he's purely manipulating the Acorns account to distract us from whatever else I feel else like I need to clarify on. this. These are two identical accounts that you set up, right? Correct. Same okay. amount goes in every single week. Okay. And the sure? market, evidently, and I, and I literally, I will only check it once a week while I am on the air doing this Acorns read. And the younger son has somehow pulled ahead by $25. What do you mean somehow? You give an eight-year-old unfettered access to your phone all the time. Pretty much. And lord which i think is a great idea to be clear for me because it's funny and it will be covered when i rob you uh yeah I, I don't know maybe the crypto maybe the crypto maybe my older son has been in on that crypto folks you heard of it you heard about this thing uh, maybe he went a little hard on it yeah, I, he I'm really gonna... did like anime dogs this is probably the next logical step dad what's dogecoin yeah that's is that how you say it? Because there has been a like seven week debate on hand in the dirt on the pronunciation of that that currency. Sober, where do you stand on this? It's clearly fucking doggy coin. It's got a dog <laughs> what? on it. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with Server. This is the only one that makes sense. It's like on the full cast, clearly call it Dogecoin, but it's doggy coin. Oh man! No, dog e coin is the only thing that makes sense. I, yeah, that makes sense. I agree. But is it supposed to make sense? <laughs> I pronounce you know it. I mean? inv- I it pr- is supposed to make sense. I pronounce it foolishness. That's how I say it. <laughs> Gosh darn it! It's not supposed to make sense because sense is old currency. We're way past that stuff. We well, yeah. all we do Damn is it. fake money that you can't spend at the grocery store. Adieu, mon petard. Ah. <laughs> uh. I'm sorry, I just had to seed that into the conversation. And from it, a mighty oak of discord will grow. Oaks, you say? Acorns.com. I was going to say, if you start the ad read over based on that, I'm going to smack you. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I, I was, I was going to talk about um, not just the things that will be growing, but no, I want to talk yeah, about yeah. I want to talk about a different kind of planning the things entirely. That will be because showing. Do you know what I'm looking forward to? And and this is the thing that I haven't gotten to do during the pandemic. I have not gotten to actually sing? look ahead. Are you gonna uh, sing? No, I don't know who is playing Bad Boys or why, but I'm going with it. Okay. I'll tell because you why. Seven... It's me playing Bad Boys. You know why? Why? Because that's your wedding video. Because Home Field Apparel. Big new Saturday coming soon, and who's first up on the list? No. Yep. Yes. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Oh, that's <laughs> recorded before a live studio audience. <laughs> Notre Dame football. Well, that's much less interesting. Yeah. That's right. See, I'm Notre Dame is first on big news. I'm Sa- sure it's fine. I'm sure the stuff is Saturday. good. This is an ad. I'm sure it's fine. I've seen. The, I mean, they are first, and I will say, if anybody's going to make me at least appreciate. A Notre Dame football product. It will be home field. They're they're the only ones who could get me to appreciate FBS's most notorious football cops. And if you don't want, here's the good news: if you have zero interest in Notre Dame apparel, guess what? Home field's got a shitload of non Notre Dame apparel. I would argue oh, mostly non Notre Dame apparel. We have an offer code, Fullcast. It gives you twenty percent off, and. We don't know what you're going to use it on. You could use it on $1,000 worth of Notre Dame apparel, making you one of the freakiest freaks to ever freak. Or 
you could spend it on non-Notre Dame apparel. We'll never know. It's the perfect crime, ironically, even if you spend it on cop gear. You can also, by the way, get the Season 2 subscription to Big New Saturday. See what's coming down the pipe. Be ready and get one new discounted tea a week. You will hear what's coming before, you know, the hoi polloi, before the rest of the, the little people here. You'll be you'll be behind the They're called rope. leprechauns, Spencer. <laughs> um, so you can go ahead and do that, too, at Home Field Apparel uh, on the Big New Season 2 subscription for just $20. All right. Is it time to read some, some disasters? I think we're here. It's time. I got one more one sentence read. Go okay. for it. Who the fuck covers a wedding cake in whole grapes? <laughs> I agree. That's the best part of that one. Oh, that's so. It's gonna look like a rash. <sighs> I. This is the first one I reserved uh, in going through this list. It is, I think, a succinct tale of triumph and glory. It is from a user who identifies themselves only as Goku Jones. Goku Jones. And the entire story is bride and pastor got into a fist fight. Yes. Yeah. What, yes. what further details would help? None. Absolutely none. I don't want to know when this happened. I don't want to know why this happened. I don't want to know what anybody did about it. I just want to know bride and pastor got into a fist fight. When would be the best point in the day for this to happen? Mid After the ceremony. Oh, I was going to say mid-ceremony. I was going to say I, before. Wow. We were, we were having different definitions of best, I think, is the... Maybe that proves that this is the perfect story, because if, if, it's, if it's equally good whenever it happens... Yeah, the three of us plotted it literally at any point in the day. Because yeah. like, wh- what I like is pastors up there with a black eye. Just, <laughs> so you win some, you lose some. All right? You know? <laughs> walk right. it off. Right. And in Holly's version, the pastor has already served his purpose and now can be punched. <laughs> and it's now I'm, disposable. I'm going to turn the other cheek. And she's like, I wish you would, you son of a bitch. I need to bruise that one, too. <laughs> Bam. This is the, these are the two most dangerous people at the wedding. This is actually the real danger of fall weddings is punching clergy. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, I think punching, punching clergy 2021. Oh, fall weddings are fine, by the way. Don't act like you got married the day of LSU Bama and act like that's a tragedy. It's a wedding. You're fine. Uh, we have, we have I'm not sure one. if I've told this before. My parents got married on the third Saturday in October on purpose because my mother wanted to see who would choose her over the Tennessee-Bama game. We Live really, with that kind of self-possession. We have a really good uh, fall wedding in here we do we have a really good one can we can we knock that one out real quick can we skip straight to that one i think we can okay this is um from seth Rowe. went to a friend's wedding in georgia they were both uga alums and most of the people at the wedding were as well the wedding date was november 16th 2013 (laughs) because georgia was playing auburn at the time of the reception they put the game on a large projection screen in the middle of the room Everyone watched in horror as Nick Marshall threw a 73-yard Hail Mary to Ricardo Lewis for the game-winning touchdown. Here's the thing. The no-fall weddings crowd is mostly geared around your friends want to watch football and want to go to football. And, like, I think we all agree that, listen, there's plenty of football. If you want to have a fall wedding, if that's what makes sense for you, that's fine. 
the risk you take if you have a fall wedding is this, is that your day will be forever associated with something terrible that happens to your team. Associated like that with, couple that proposed at the Northwestern Syracuse game or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Y- your Don't day is we associated a... with an event called The Prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Don't... Spencer, don't we have a story from this exact game? Isn't this the one where we found Doug in the dog bed? Yeah, this is the game. This is the game where Doug rebooted. He This cra- is the most amazing. By the way, this is how to recover. Just let, let let's this is a recovery loss. So happened. He crashed. We're on the couch. He was he was between us. I remember he's on the couch because I remember we're kind of looking at each other over his head mm-hmm. as yep. this transpires and he gets up without a word. And he just walks out of the room and I can hear him going upstairs to bed. And after like an hour, I made you go check on him to see if he was breathing. Yes. And he was lying face down, but he was still breathing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then a couple hours later, there's like a Hawaii Wyoming game. Like it was real. We were watching a super, super late game and he comes downstairs and he doesn't say anything. He's, he's like in his boxers now, but he's completely silent. He doesn't look at anybody. He doesn't say anything. He goes into the kitchen and he gets a pint of Ben and Jerry's out of the freezer and he stands at the kitchen counter and he houses the entire thing like mechanically, just staring ahead into nothing. Like a steam shovel. And then he comes back into the living room and the dogs are in a, a, their little pallet on the floor between us and the TV. And he just lays down on the bed with the dogs. And then like an hour after that, he got up and he was fine. Yeah, just curled up, rebooted, settled down. That's it was. What, I'd never seen a person perform a hard reset on themselves. That's what everyone at this wedding had to do communally. Yeah. So I really, man, I wish them luck because this is amazing. I think the only thing worse would have been if you had been a Michigan fan at the Michigan-Michigan State and the kick is blocked or the punt is oh, blocking. Wow. That would wow. have been worse because that was, that was already bad and tense and against a game, a game that brings you no pleasure. Like if Michigan me- beats Michigan State, it's not supposed to make you happy. But if you lose to them, it's the worst thing in the world. That game. Georgia-Auburn, you might know crazy's coming. Michigan-Michigan State, it's fraught. It's fraught from the start. So perhaps no fall weddings. The best move is no fall weddings when your team is playing. I actually went through... With the stipulation that ideally your rival is playing a very risky game. Sure. I actually made a calendar for this one time of like if you were like the lone Michigan State grad in a group of Michigan fans, like when to schedule your wedding for maximum irritation to them. That's a good one. But also you should get married when you want to because you're only going to get the chance to do that like four or five times. And you can watch Georgia lose to Auburn like yeah. every other year. Yeah. That's going to happen. We get married every fall for all I care. Go for it. Ooh, that's a... Again, yeah. do you just want a groom's cake for yourself? Get married every fall. Go right ahead. Uh, I'm with Amanda Mall though. Normalize our Modelo cakes for brides. Grooms, <laughs> <laughs> you're on your own. It's fine. I do like, by the way, every time I've ever seen a groom's cake, it always looks notably shittier than every other cake. Like, here's the groom's cake. It's just a lower standard. They're just like, they're guys here. Make dog food in the shape of a cake. They'll be it's, fine. It's, yeah, it, it always is very much like, oh, cool, Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Which, I mean, that's really all the entertainment most of them require. Does that's he fair. need a fork? No. No, he doesn't. He's just going to eat it with his hands. I mean, grooms are basically sims. Can't it just be like the groom's box of Publix fried chicken? Well, you remember what we did. Yeah. 
the donut situation. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I but if you're gonna like a groom doesn't want a cake, just give him like here's the groom's Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Actually, that's great. Just sit him in a corner. There should be, you know, there should be ball pits at wedding receptions for the groomsmen. Just herd them in there. Oh, look at the father-daughter dance. This is so beautiful. And over in the corner, it's, I'm playing Golf Story. <laughs> it's so good. Luigi's Mansion 3 is very challenging. <laughs> I, um, I just remembered that I went to an Auburn wedding in 2017 when LSU came back in the final two minutes to knock oh. off the uh, number 10 Auburn Tigers. I'm oh looking at boy. the win probability for that game. Auburn was oh no. up at 100% for about three-fourths of the game, and then, then the wedding got fun. Oh, that is festive. Because LSU want- scored the last four, last two touchdowns and last two field goals. Jason, Oops. I want you to I want you to stay on the mic, Jason, because I have a request for um, your first reserved selection here in order. Because stay on the, the only, mic. All right, I will. It is the it is I the only entry on here that has its own actual footnote. Yeah, don't slip between worlds again. I will um, not go to the. So this is from BC. This was my friend's wedding. A full-on brawl erupting at the rehearsal dinner and ended with the wedding canceled. Threatening to disown the sun and a $300,000 lawsuit, BC was kind enough to include the news coverage, which comes from reputable outlet, New York Post. <laughs> Wait, the Post? <laughs> yeah. You, it, you, like, not a New York Times wedding announcement, no, but the New York Post did a story about your wedding. That's you how you know up. it's good, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Uh, it's actually reporter- a $325,000 yeah. lawsuit between um, the families countersuing and countersuing. Wedding didn't happen. My single favorite uh, anecdote in here. Let me find it. Uh, uh, the bride's brother punched the groom's brother. Excuse me. Other way around. Groom's brother, quote, slugged bride's brother in the kisser, according to the lawsuit. Groom's dad then tried to charge in. <laughs> with, they wrote uh, kisser in the lawsuit? In the post. In the post. Ah, okay. um, and it looks like groom's dad charged in bride's dra- dad struggled to hold him da- back I-, I like how they're they're like uh pairing up like in in marvel civil war where like they're pairing up based on power levels you know they're not having mm-hmm. like fucking hawkeye fight vision it's like dad versus dad brother versus brother like everyone is arranging according to their power um just fair fights all around and sorry damn, about your dad it just being gets hawkeye. worse and worse like every fucking paragraph in this post is like oh god oh god Oh, she had to go, the in order to get her stuff out of the apartment of the guy, she had to go with an off-duty police officer. Ooh, hold on. Yeah. We, have, we have skipped over the, um, so they had this, they had this. Maybe the rare literal dinner. only in New York. They had this rehearsal dinner at a, at a pretty fancy restaurant in Union Square. But I want to focus on the, um, the businesses owned by the fathers. First up, the groom's father is the owner of a business called Long Island Pipe Supply. <laughs> his I opponent, his opponent, the bride's father, is the head of Old Bridge Chemicals in New Jersey. Oh, dear. Oh. His, his name's Bruce, this actually Bruce is Bazura. A, this like, is a Marvel origin. Like, these are, these are, natural, these are natural enemies, pipes and chemicals. And in being sued back, and it's being sued, by the way, uh, the last comment in the story is this. We look forward to answering these baseless allegations, <laughs> said the lawyer, Michael Anton Giovanni. 
That, 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 Damn. That, that whole last thing is one name, by yes. the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Michael Anton Gordolami. See. <laughs> <laughs> Grassy. Yeah, this is this is incredible. It's the only story in here that comes with its own New York Post story. Um, it, the important thing there for me is that Post, not Times. Holly is absolutely correct. Like, oh, our wedding was in the Times? Nah, it was in the Post, bitch. Nope. Yep. <laughs> That's how you know something went wrong. Yeah, it was in the Post. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to take this one from Kyle in Dallas. Oh, Kyle. My wedding was very nearly perfect. However, things went off the rails when someone found a fairly large bag of cocaine in a stall of the men's bathroom. Wait, was Kyle at my wedding? Unclear. This prompted a slew of wannabe investigators going to examine the bathroom to try and find the person that was blitzed out of their mind. That same stall was missing a toilet seat as it had been ripped off of the toilet and was missing. It was later found, and what what a soft verb that is for this, when the alleged consumer of said cocaine was throwing the toilet seat at random guests trying to play a life-size version of horseshoes. Found. I found it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I found it. It just hit me. Yes. The mystery the of easiest assault. game of where in the world is Carmen Diego possible. Fucking Captain America with the toilet seat. <laughs> is that you, Steve? <laughs> On your left. I can seat. do this all day. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, I found the super super serum in the bathroom. It's awesome. It gives me powers. I'm so strong. I'm so goddamn strong now. The original super serum, cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. Thank you, Eric Clapton, Captain Britain. That's my secret, Cap. <laughs> I'm not on cocaine like you. It gave Herman Gehring the superpowers of obesity. God. <laughs> I have my next one, which is from Greg. Just simply Greg. Greg has this story. Found a reputable efficient lady for a beach adjacent wedding, but my father in law to be insisted that only a man could officiate his daughter's wedding. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what kind of 1500s bullshit? Oh, no. Our tribes cannot be united unless... This shit is Baptist as hell. <laughs> this, th- I don't want this marriage to be menstrually contaminated. Only a man. This is, in the story, by the way, capitalized, so I tend to want to read it as m- insisted that only a man could officiate his daughter's wedding. No problem, she says. Her husband is licensed and ordained and can do it. And now, this is just me talking, I'm about to tell you the story of how to be a king. Day of the wedding, he shows up drunk and in cargo shorts. It was not that type of beach wedding. Reads the wrong program, packs three huge (laughs) plates of our limited reception food, and leaves. Like a man. I thought you said you wanted a man. (laughs) Anyway, let's just... Let's just give a big welcome to Kaylee and Wenho. This is their wedding. <laughs> this is the job for a man, I see. 
Yeah, we're, we're, our name is we're Malcolm and, and Jessica. All right, I'm going to pack up some of these ribs. They're looking a little clammy in the sun. Listen, I know, you didn't cut the, I know you didn't cut the cake, but I'm going to want some of that too. So I'm just going to take a tear. It's easier this way. I'm going to grab a gift on my way out. Hey, can I'll I get a ride? Somebody. I got to officiate another wedding. <laughs> This dude, that's what the cargo shorts were for. <laughs> Penny fours. He's just Car- stuffed them with Penny fours. Yeah, it's like shitty gifts for the uh, for the happy couple. <laughs> Stuff he found at a, at a previous wedding. And I don't mean this to come off the wrong way, but given the limited amount of interaction that the clergy have to do at a wedding anyway prior to the ceremony, how did they know he was drunk? Like, he had to be drunk drunk. He had to be real biggie big drunk in order for people to go. That dude, Spencer. He probably drunk. told him. That's well, you show up. Dearly beloved, I'm pretty hammered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need some food first before I do this. Something Dearly beloved, it's so fucking hot out here. <laughs> we gotta soak all this up. Am I right? <laughs> Thin crust pizza, fine. Her husband. That's the best part. It's her husband. You gotta call the efficient and be like, hey, your husband was trashing our wedding. Like, ah, he's basically a bear. Sometimes this he is just like shows a Florida up. Edgar Allan Poe story. <laughs> oh. What? My husband's been dead for 30 years. This is from Apple Course. It happened to my sister, but it's a great cautionary tale. Her friend who got pregnant in high school was the first of their f- friend group to get married. She had her heart set on a beach wedding, so they rented a big house as the venue. She had her fellow 19-year-old and broke bridesmaids buy custom-made black, white, and red color block dresses that cost more than off the rack, but they looked like the losing effort in a two-hour project runway challenge. Mm. That is she a made very specific everyone... degree of shitty yeah, right there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really on point. Um, <clears throat> she made everyone pay to have their makeup done professionally, and then it rained. Yeah. Not not a gentle photogenic drizzle, but a Gulf Coast monsoon. <laughs> the bride insisted she was still getting married outside. So the wedding party is outside for the ceremony while the remaining guests watch from the windows of the house. <laughs> the red dye from the dresses bled all over everything. The expensive makeup runs down everyone's face. And the bridesmaids change into shorts and t-shirts for the rest of the reception. The photos are hilariously bad, and my sister's friend group learned exactly how not to act when they got married. Post the photos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see these photos. <laughs> because it sounds, it sounds like some sort of Tim Burton hell wedding. <laughs> We're going to get these Todd, photos in the marriage. New York Post. Yeah. That's, oh my God. The, the, the. That is another one of my favorite elements, which is the bride insisting on having the wedding that she was going to have, even if even if circumstances God no and, and yeah now I'm getting married outside. It's happening. It's happening. Uh, Jason. Oh, am I next? Yes. I hadn't. Let's see. Uh, let's go with. Here's a short one from Jared in Milwaukee, <clears throat> and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. <laughs> Say some words, and then I'm just going to sort of shrug. All right? Here we go. Went in blind to a full rugby wedding. I don't know what that means. I, I Googled rugby wedding, yeah. and all I found was, like, cake toppers of, like, ha, 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 it's a lady tackling a man. She caught her a man. That's it. Sure. That's all I got. 
Yeah, I figured so you'd usually I don't know come what a rugby out wedding of is. weddings of rugby weddings blind Hold from on. alcohol Hol- poisoning. Mm-hmm. Holly, can you text Jane and ask her what a rugby wedding is? Yeah, one sec. Thank you. I figure a rugby wedding also means that you're going to be drinking champagne out of a shoe. You're probably oh, going to be drinking. Yeah, probably. Yeah, a shoe. you're going to be. You're going to get. There's going to be some shoeies. Jane, <laughs> that's going to happen. Also, some recording. deeply unsanitary and unnecessarily the sanitary shots, cast. right? Right. Like, yeah, it's a shoey off someone's ass crack, right? Like that's. <laughs> Everyone also, at a rugby a wedding turns into an Australian. Let's keep weird. in mind, this is a quote wedding. full rugby wedding. <laughs> sure. Those so are different sad. than a half rugby. You don't, yeah. you know, those are only so uh, fun. I'm a quarter bad. rugby Sorry. on my mom's side. A full yeah. rugby. Also, you go in blind to one, <laughs> then I mean, what are you showing up in like a helmet? <laughs> That or like, your was your was your head not on a swivel when you entered the venue? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you enter and it's a rugby match where people are also getting married. Okay, so in college, uh, this will come as no surprise to Ryan, who knows this person, but my roommate and I used to plan, uh, well, what we called our wedding, but it was always asterisk, you know, to different people, and. We, for the longest time, had planned out a Super Mario-themed wedding where Bowser would be blocking the aisle and the groom would have to come down and jump on his head three times to defeat him. <laughs> and, and then they made that ge- Then they made that Nintendo game. Yeah. Kinda. They did. We're anyway, you're welcome for that. This was 2006, so I'm pretty sure we, we, I'm pretty sure we got in ahead. Yeah, this, they again, this again gives me an opportunity to remind everybody that the main plot of the Mario of the Mario stories is Princess being in love with Bowser and obsessed with him and unable to admit it to the public. Uh, no, she admits it to herself at least at the end of Odyssey. She does when the perfect man is the mold, the psychosexual mold of both Bowser and Mario. Yes, yeah, so when he takes possession, and she's like, "Oh, Mario!" And who yeah. better to play him in a children's movie? Dennis Hopper. <laughs> when I think of the sexiest, most comforting man in the world, <laughs> I think of the gas guy from Blue Velvet. I want Tilda Swinton to be Bowser. I feel like she could really bring a fresh take. Sure. Tilda Swinton plays every role. Plays Bowser, plays Princess, shy plays guy. Mario. Shy guy. Should be a great shy guy. Don't lie. Uh, Holly. Yeah, what? It is your turn. All right. I'm just going to use one sentence from this one. Uh, the night before our wedding, my wife's brother crashed her Saturn Ion through a wooden fence at the wedding venue in an t- attempt to prove to a cousin that he could drift. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> the Saturn Ion. <laughs> like, like these are, these are, if you saw her these, Saturn Ion. If you if you were like scrolling through your TV guide and these were descriptions of a TV movie or like an episode of Law and Order, you would definitely watch them immediately. Oh, one hundred percent. Also, um, I, the last sentence of this I will read just because it is also beautiful. Ten years later, he's still known as Tokyo Drift. <laughs> oh, that's important. Hi, <laughs> hey, Tokyo Drift. What's going on? <clears throat> I would love to share the story of one Riss. R-I-S-S. Only name I got here. This is another shorty. 
Three words. Three words. Our shortest entry and, might I say, our most poetic. And this doesn't sound like a wedding disaster to me, but I'm going to take your word for it, buddy. Riss, reap it simple, stupid. Yep, because the only, the only information I have is shirtless Russian groomsman. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Did he did he come to harm? Did something happen? <laughs> Impossible. He was is... this was this precious resource not adequately protected? He is shirtless Russian groomsman. When do you think when do I'm you I'm sorry, think that, this isn't wedding blessings. When do you think the Russian groomsman was shirtless? Is it singular or plural? Uh it's it's singular. 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 Okay. Was he wearing suspenders? Was he wearing it says a jacket? Shirtless. Yeah, I I don't know. I like to think that he's just oiled up, right? That he just looks like... Yeah, an ascot's just going to get soggy if you get too much oil on it. That he just, looks like the chan- just a cumberbund. Do you, yeah. think, yes. do you think he processed down the aisle shirtless? Undoubtedly. Fuck that I think rules. The, yeah, just, just shirtless Russian groomsman is the only clue I get or need here for this story. That's beautiful. <laughs> The best part is that, you know, a wedding takes a minute, so it'd be, yeah, he'd be up there for 10 or 15 minutes minimum, and you'd be looking over going, no, he's still there. I'm not dreaming. He's right there. But eventually you get used to it, and then it's weird that you're used to it. Let the world see my naked allyship <laughs> with Steve, my friend. I tell this story of my wedding with my tattoos. <laughs> It's just Vigo for Eastern Promises, just up there, nude. Um, <clears throat> is it my turn now? It is. All right. Uh, this one, this one, I really enjoyed reading it the first time through, just because. Well, we'll get there. This is from JB Anderson CPA on Twitter. Wife and I eloped to Vegas with two days planning. We had both been engaged before and did not want to do the whole rigmarole. Two couples and a few friends joined us. The morning of, one of the couples decided to get m- married as well. As the minister, wait, what? So I think I think basically they were like, "Hey, we're going to go to as." Is this a thing that happens? This is not surprising to me in the slightest. Okay, um, just because I feel like, listen, I, I, I want to emphasize, Server really nailed Las Vegas so well in the previous episode for somebody who's never been there, but mm. like. Where, in the same way that where other weird things are perfectly normal in Vegas, your friends deciding, we will also get a quickie wedding because you're doing it, feels normal in that setting. That's, I don't know why, for some reason, that is striking me as odd among everything else that I see here. So it's going to take an important turn, and, and I'm glad that you're catching on to that. <laughs> as the minister began my wedding, he called my now wife and I by the names of the other couple. My lovely bride gets angry and tells him to start over, then points at the videographer the chapel provided to, quote, rewind and start the tape over. <clears throat> Watching the ceremony months later, the tape guy says, okay, aims the camera down, waits about 30 seconds, and says, hey, <laughs> done rewinding. And then yes. proceeds like nothing happened. <laughs> That is a veteran. The only thing that would have made this better is if he had made rewinding noises with his mouth. <laughs> this is the laziest shit I've ever heard, and I have to respect it. Like it's one button, and then and then it, it stops itself. I would I would I would have done this. This is totally what I would have done. You just push one button, and then it clicks no. once. It, like. No. 
But this guy was like, you know, this guy was like, I make seven dollars a ceremony. Don't I am ever not, tell me that millennials are lazy. <laughs> there is no, there is no extra editing you're getting for this. There is no extra effort. I will point the ca- the camera downward <laughs> for thirty seconds and say "done rewinding" and that's it. <laughs> the best part is this: you have and to come is, back to Vegas to take it up with him. You'll never find him. Th- this is the best part because it's implied. At some point, the videotape was given over to these people. I'm going to assume it's a videotape. It's funnier if it wasn't, but that's fine. And rather than, if it was a CD or a DVD, they could have just like quickly clipped the video to to basically achieve the same effect. But they chose not to do that. And they were like, no, we're going to leave in the part where I aim the camera down count to 30 and say done rewinding and that's going honestly to be part good of for him video. counting to 30 yeah yeah it's great i i'm just I gonna think take a little take a little nap right quick like I like, like as a no i mean as a person who never ever ever watches internet videos if i don't have to you really have to time this well if you have friends who send you a lot of videos because you have to wait the perfect amount of time it's almost a chore in itself to pretend that you have watched the video because if you say ha 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 back to them too, too fast, quickly, yeah. they won't drop it because they'll like, know you haven't watched it. Like imagine like there's, a, there's a there's a sense of pace that comes into play here. Imagine you're watching a college football game and there's a close call and we have to go to video replay and the official goes over to the little booth on the side. And in this instance, the booth is clearly connected to nothing. It's just an empty little tent for him to go into and he says out loud okay rewinding okay reviewing play and then he comes out having done nothing that's what happened to these people and i love it pac-12 would have done that (laughs) okay rewinding there's one part of this story i do not buy and it is the final (laughs) sentence that says my wife laughs now but she was livid at the time we've only watched the video twice so i think she finally let it go Breaking, oh, breaking honey. news. My wife laughs now, but she was livid. My wife laughs now, and she was livid at the time. Mm-hmm. No, she is not livid. You got to watch your prepositions, man. No, stay mad. This, this woman is a stay mad all star. Yeah. You think she's gotten over it? Uh uh-uh. uh. Here's, here's, here's the thing. She's going to die says, mad over you this. Absolute fool. Yeah. And you can tell that that's right because he says, We've only watched the video twice. You would have uh-huh. watched it more than twice if she thought that. Now shit the second was funny. time was so sh- the second time was so that she could take down the the features of that guy's voice. That's right. I, I also uh, want to point he... out, um, we've only watched the video mm. twice. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know how many times she has watched it for analysis <coughs> of the identity of the videographer. Sure. Yeah. My voice is my passport. Verify me. Oh, uh, I'm next. Um. Let's see here. We're going to go straight to the good one. (laughs) They're all good, but we're going to go straight to Boomer the dog. We paid for a DJ. (coughs) That DJ sent his friend. Uh Uh-oh. Friend DJ didn't have ad-free Spotify. Target ads played during my wedding. He left for 30 minutes to move his car so he didn't get towed. (laughs) He also played Cupid Shuffle five times. My new brother-in-law offered to kick him in the head. <laughs> down, down, do your dance, do your dance. Wait, wait, wait. You got down, a brother-in-law down, who can do dance. a roundhouse kick? Uh, it could be a jump kick. Could be uh, could be a flash yeah. kick. Could be uh, it, it sounds kick. like you came out ahead. Is all. It I'm could saying. be a jump off a table. 
Um, I mean, brother-in-law is very limber because he's done the Cupid Shuffle five times, so he's <laughs> he's going to be able to get that leg up pretty high, I think. This just seems like a very welcoming family, and uh, sure. congratulations on uh, on your acceptance into it. Yeah, Boomer, Boomer the dog, you are you are officially welcome in the family. Um, Congrats to Target yeah, as well. Good story. Target got some free airtime. <laughs> I'm sure everyone was like, you know, I do need to go pick up some fucking Drano and <laughs> bananas. That's what I'm getting at Target today. <laughs> and, and, and there's probably one guy who's like, oh shit, I need a gift. I'm going to go run to Target. <laughs> Holly, I think it's your turn again. Oh, why not? I am just going to pull one sentence from this one as well. From Roto Tudor. We had our wedding reception at an old Victorian house in Little Rock. Some older listeners, fuck you, <laughs> may recognize it as the Designing Women House. R.I.P. me, Shaq Taylor. Yeah, seriously, man. How dare you? And it's just, I, sorry, I, I'm just so tender upon thinking about this. At the time, it was a popular event and wedding reception place. Um, without getting into a lot of detail, thank you. I was playing rugby at the time, again, with the rugby Damn. weddings, and of course invited several teammates and their significant others. There was not another wedding reception at that house for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, Roto Tudor, I've known you for a long time, and I love you, man, but I, I feel a little bit differently about you knowing that you have bespoiled the ground that were once trod upon by Dixie Carter. That, you turned, that was the you actual night the lights went out in Georgia. Oh. <sighs> You turned the Designing Women House into a super fund. Nice work. <laughs> I want to tell you the story of Zach McKaylee. I believe it's how you pronounce this. I'm going to tell you the story of a drunk child. Not say it's a good thing that happened. There's just a line in here that pretty much reflects what I think about three-year-old, uh, and particularly three-year-old girls. Went to a friend's wedding two years ago. Uh -huh. Reception had those pitchers filled with spigots that are filled with various alcoholic beverages. The bride's daughter, three years old at the time, oh yeah, took two pretty big pulls off the sangria pitcher because she thought it was regular fruit punch. That three-year-old was a belligerent and mean drunk. Started screaming at people and hitting them before t being taken to a separate location. The, post, the, the PS on this is, also my other friend almost drove us off a cliff on the way to a bar after all that had gone down. Okay, that's just a nice little fill-up on the whole thing. I want to get back to this. I bet a three-year-old really would just be, you'd be like, you're so mean. Oh, yeah, my they're God. Al they're already up past their bedtime, right? Right, right. I, then, I think, yeah, at that point, after, after two sips, Lil Kaylee, she becomes like Aunt Kaylee. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you didn't get me a cookie. You're, you're ugly, and you're going to die sooner than I will. Just, she's so that's, she, I heard that, mama that's say your hair is fooling people, but your lips ain't. <laughs> a three-year-old would call you ugly and say you were going to die before they did sober. Yeah. Yeah. Think of, think of the shit they would say after two swigs from the, the sangria. I it's mean, actually your butt that makes you look fat, not that pencil skirt. Yeah, what? How do you tell if a three-year-old is drunk? What are they going to say? I'm going to pay my pants. That's the kind of thing they say sober. <laughs> yeah. There's no difference between a drunk three-year-old and a sober three-year-old. I don't really? like your face. They'll say that anyway. Yeah. How do yeah. you know? I want to drive the car. Yep. I'm just seeing like a Will Ferrell. I'm never going to sleep ever again. <laughs> I'm taking off my clothes. 
I want Waffle House. Okay, these are all things a three-year-old would say. <laughs> so really, it's on you for not mm. being prepared for a regular three-year-old and therefore a drunk three-year-old. Like, what does this three-year-old sound like sober? Are they, are they like, is this a little Aristotle? Mm. You know? Yeah. I, want, I just want everybody to realize that the encounter with a belligerent and slightly intoxicated three-year-old was so traumatic that it made almost being driven off a cliff a postscript in this story. Yeah, we almost got drove off. You know, yeah, the off details cliff. are not included in here, but this sounds like this person was specifically targeted by the bullying of this child. Yeah. Here's, the th- here's the thing. I will agree that a drunk three-year-old is not that different from a standard-issue three-year-old. The thing I really don't want to deal with is a hunger. Yeah, Ryan, you have the closest thing to a three-year-old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like that part doesn't worry me. It's hungover three-year-old. That oh, part God. sounds yeah. truly miserable to deal with. I don't want to get out of bed. Make me some, <laughs> make me some eggs. Well, again, repeating things a three-year-old would say. I want fruit loops in bed. No, no, here's the thing. A hungover three-year-old is going to sob so hard for <laughs> so long. <laughs> It's going to be bad. Yeah. So so as as unpleasant as drunk three-year-old at the wedding at the wedding was to you the guest, I promise you the parents had the worst morning they've ever had. By far. Oh, well, first they woke up and they were like, "Oh god, she could have died." That's the first sure. thing they thought, right? Know, right? They thought, and then they're like a half an hour later they're like, "Would that have been so bad?" Well, then the next thing they thought was <laughs> other people saw that happen. Yeah. Not just us. They're like other everyone people. saw. Everyone saw the three-year-old take two sips of sangria and did nothing. And did nothing. Yeah. Third of all, oh my God, you have so much practice to do with her before she goes to Arizona State. What if, <laughs> Fourth what if of they... all, Arizona State homecoming queen, twenty thirty. <laughs> what, what if they go in the kitchen and she's in there making mimosas? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, hey cracking a raw, cracking little a hair, raw egg. Little hair of the dog, eh? Get back on, get back on the Again, saddle. things three-year-olds eat. Hey, don't worry, Mom. I only smoke when I drink. <laughs> Where's the paper? <laughs> We're going to the dog track today. Shut up if you don't like it. I got to hit the head. It's going to be a minute. It's going to be a doozy. When your three-year-old daughter is like abusive dad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what three-year-olds are, anyway. So. Hey, Mama, yeah. Bob Hoskins now, deal with it. Why? <laughs> because <laughs> we're in a we're in a darn tracksuit and yeah, slippers. <laughs> you know, Guy Ritchie films are really underappreciated. I think. <laughs> Can we watch Boondog Saints? <laughs> oh, no. What time did the fucking Packers kick off? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I wish we had Mike Felder on here because this sounds like nothing so much as his three-year-old, <laughs> 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 who who is not who does not ha- has not ever consumed alcohol as far as I know, but who he did say on hand in the dirt a couple weeks ago calls him Felder. Wow, <laughs> fuck that's good. Um, Spencer, can I steal one from you? Wow. Uh, Yes, I have a I have a request for Jason after this, but yes, okay. steal one okay. for me, please. This is Go from ahead. Alex. We have a trade. We have a this trade alert. Yeah. Boo, 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 boo. This is from Alex. Uh, I'm sorry, is it time? Can I point out one more time that yeah. the NFL draft alert music is the uh, intro line from It's Raining on Prom Night from Grease the Musical? Oh, wow. 
It'll never stop bothering me. That's going to mess with me. Thank you. Uh, this is about a not the <clears throat> bride and groom. They had a great wedding. Uh, this is um, f- a member of Alex's wedding party who did not have a great time. Uh, this person had a now former significant other who attended the rehearsal dinner the night before the wedding and decided that open bar meant as much crown royal as possible in a two-hour window. What year we did they graduate much, from Ole Miss? <laughs> we didn't think much of it. Went about our weekend, and the bridal party member showed up the next day without a date, and we didn't think anything of it. This is why. The former significant other decided to, after the rehearsal dinner, one, steal the keys from our friend, two, hop mm. in their car, three, drive the car home across state lines for what it's worth, four, hit multiple cars in a hit-and-run scenario, five, park the car in the parking lot of their building. I'll pause for questions. Wait, wait, wait. Multiple. Okay. One yep. car with a, like one hit and run accident with multiple victims or multiple hits and runs. Unclear. And I choose to believe the second. Absolutely. Me too. Ryan, I have a question. Yes, please. We're not done. Does this get worse? It gets way worse, Spencer. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Um, the bridal party member, the, the other party who had had the keys stolen from them, took an Uber back to the shared apartment. And upon returning home, minutes after the now former significant other got into a very uh, loud argument about how dumb and reckless all of this had been. But that argument was interrupted by sirens. Those sirens belonged to the fire department arriving because the now former significant other had, on top of all the other bullshit, attempted to torch the car to destroy the evidence. And the car was (laughs) on fire in the parking lot <laughs> this is their car <laughs> this is their right? shared car or or possibly no. the or possibly the partner's car who did not do all this drunk bullshit but their former their now former uh significant other decided yes i will solve the problem with fire an impulse, an impulse that has never been wrong in human history. This is up there with the Kentucky bachelor party on the boat. Yeah. Solve your problems with aggression. <laughs> you can read this key. You can read this other key. Nah, fuck that. Let's go. Listen, listen. He Don Browned that thing. That's what he did. He Don Browned he that thing. He Don Brown. He solved listen. his problems with aggression. Fire, <laughs> fire cleanses. Fire always offers you a new life. All right. Listen, do you know what's reassuring, honestly reassuring about that story? The phrase immediately introduced yeah. former significant other. Uh, let's go to Stefan. According to Stefan's own notes, pronounced Stefan like an asshole. <laughs> Open mic on speeches slash toasts, most of which consisted of the groom's marine buddies telling the bride's parents how badly she was fucking up in marrying him. (laughs) I mean, you were in the marines. (laughs) This is going to happen. But here's the good part. You invited them in. The the best speech comes from a a non-marine because the groom's childhood friend admits she still loves him. Reception Mm -hmm. is You got to do this speech before the wedding, babe. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little late for that. Ma'am. Uh, also, join the Marines. Then, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's lots of other guys like him there. Uh, yeah, this reception seems like a target-rich environment for her. <laughs> reception was cut short when the venue kicked us all out due to said buddies throwing beer bottles at the very expensive koi in the very expensive koi pond. <laughs> and yes. Then, yes. And then the final line by Stefan is, 
San Diego. <laughs> He's such the funniest. Oh, attacking the, koi the Marines with are on their, The Marines are pelting the thousand dollar fish. Like <laughs> they're just we're like, the take, guys you should be marrying. <laughs> take take that red China. Throwing koi, throwing beer bottles. Honestly, I'll, of all the people we've mentioned tonight, that sounds like. The, yeah, yeah. I still Marines, love you. call me. But I still love you. <laughs> and they all have the exact hey, same Cooter, haircut. watch me wing this beer bottle into the pond. I, I picture her standing by the koi pond, and there's like six uh, beefy squatty guys with the exact same haircut. And, you know, she's had a few, so she can't even really tell which of these guys she's still in love with. take her home a match pair. Yeah. Yeah, all, all, yeah, three of you. Come on. I'm still in love with all three of you. <laughs> Well, these meatheads are like, hey, bro, I hate fish. Yeah, I fucking hate fish, Fuck too. Fuck that fish. I want to eat it. We'll stop by Vons. We're the, the Marines. We'll We're the kings v- of the sea. We'll stop by Vons on the way home and fuck up the seafood department. We'll be <laughs> I'm going to kill that fucking fish. It's, it's, got, it's got so much protein in it. <laughs> it is. Look you how shiny it is. That koi's so big. I bet you can put it in a rear naked choke. You think you're better than me? <laughs> Think you're better than me because you got gills? Your camo sucks, bitch. <laughs> Answer me. They would never paint a submarine orange. <laughs> Stupid Korean fish. Stupid fucking fish. <laughs> Eat beer. <laughs> fought a war. Fought a war. My grandpappy fought, lost a war so we wouldn't have to respect you people. That fucking fish said I can't swim. Fish people. Hey, that fish talks shit about the Chargers. Get him. <laughs> Stab it. Damn it! I'm gonna get you, Fat Nemo. Philip Rivers is a fucking legend. <laughs> Say it! Say it! We never should have traded Drew Brees. <laughs> Just crying in the corner. It's okay. It's okay, it's okay buddy. It's okay, bro. Strong men cry about Drew Brees. <laughs> I'm still in love with you, too. <laughs> and I forgot that's still happening in this story. Drew Brees. <laughs> He's kind of a marine. He thinks Guantanamo Bay is cool. Hey, and he's got a know, weird haircut. <laughs> so let me tell you about this. Short. Yeah. He's, he's let me tell you about all the places you can pee in a tank. He's short and markedly lacking in intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> he's short and all he knows how to do is exercise, and he takes weird pills. <laughs> you want to taste each other for fun? I'm bored. <laughs> Yeah, take your pants off. Sweating rules. Let's tase each other in the koi pond. <laughs> Why are you doing that? We like to party. <laughs> Thought you said it was a wedding. Jonesy, I'm going to fuck this fish. <laughs> hey, let's go work out. <laughs> On the beach. What a fish can do, bitch. <laughs> you fish are cool. I never I like you guys. to read. <laughs> Fish are all right. <laughs> hey, I was wrong about you, fish. You're pretty fucking cool. <laughs> the fish are dead at this point. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are chill. Call the admiral. Tell him it happened again. I'm still in love with, those, still in love with all those fish. This is, Jesus. Listen, this is my favorite thing to do on a Saturday night, and I do it every Saturday night. Hey, hey bro, let me tell you something. I wasn't even invited to this wedding. <laughs> Bro, they call me the Koi Killer. You know how I got that name? Take a fucking guess. It's it's quite literal. <laughs> you no, only no, need like, two no, like guesses. literally literal. <laughs> Just winging a beer bottle in there, going R.I.P. Kobe. <laughs> Jesus. Mamba is the yeah. natural enemy of fish. <laughs> 
<laughs> a think, snake think, cannot suffer <laughs> to live. They do the jumping fadeaway, and they say, Kobe! 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 Kobe. Bonk! Bonk! Oh, and I killed a Kobe! So he just walks out, and they're like, this is a $10,000 like <laughs> fish that you just killed, sir. A rare Japanese koi. I'm oh. sorry. Are you telling me that the Marines executed something with unfortunate friendly fire? <laughs> I thought this was San Diego. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, thank you, Jason. I really wanted to hear that one, and I just did. Um I would really like to share the story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to recover from this one. Uh, I want to share Mike's story, which I have had this wedding situation, but this is one of, I share this one because there's some extremely powerful dad energy and a dad alliance that occurs at the end, which is pivotal to the plot of the story. It's from Mike. Not my wedding, but a friend's wedding where I was the best man. It was in Jacksonville. Duval! Uh, there was a dispute between the families over whether alcohol should be served. The bride's family insisted the answer be no. So, the groom's father decided to protest the decision by organizing a tailgate in the parking lot of the venue. Fuck yes. I was not allowed able to go out there as I was threatened with death by the bride. Uh, my dad joined it and still views <laughs> it as a peak of modern civilization. I just like that the dad... And the other guy probably didn't know each other. They met out there, and then they did the Beastmaster handshake, right? <laughs> they did the, like, you know, shake to the elbow. Yeah, like Like sure. real men do, right? Or they did the Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, double clasp. Like, yes, friend. <laughs> yes. A couple of Jaguars tents just appear out of nowhere. Row, row, row. They're out there playing smooth. By Rob Thomas and Carlos Santana being like, yeah, man, it's life. We're not even going to go in the wedding. We're just going to stay. We're not going to the game. We're just going to stay at the tailgate, baby. That's right. Dave Garrard fucking rules. Never should have traded him. Um, all right. <clears throat> I'm going to steal another one from Spencer. Because he, wow. he squatted on a bunch of good ones. This is from. I've heard that about you. Box of Worthless <laughs> Junk. I went to a college friend's wedding. He was marrying a Bulgarian girl. So there were 50 plus Bulgarian Speaking relatives. Speaking of squatting on a box of worthless junk. There were 50 plus Bulgarian relatives in attendance. Here is where the plot turns. I decide I need to show them that I can go toe to toe with them when it comes oh God. to alcohol. No. Oh, fuck, man. Examine yeah, man. this impulse. Go for it. Look, slander Bo aside. Box of worthless aside. junk. Examine this impulse. <laughs> decide what it means. Um, I drank a full bottle of, uh, I don't know what this drink is, Rakia? Oh, no. Oh, no. Rakia. No, that is, that That's is, um, no. no, no, no. That is akin to Rakia, which is akin homemade. to Uzo. Um, it is it's, an anise, an anise flavored liqueur. Okay. Um, it's an anise flavored liqueur. You can only, run a lawnmower on it. Only 40% ABV. Here's the, but no, wait, it's, probably wait, wait. it's probably homemade, which is worse. That's right. According to Wikipedia, the alcohol content of Rakia is normally 40% ABV, but home produced Rakia can be stronger. Okay. Yes. yes. Um, so uh, tell me our, you have some Bulgarian relatives without telling me you have some Bulgarian <laughs> relatives. Gentle, our gentle oh. reader uh, drinks a full bottle of this, most of a bottle of Doors. Wakes up the next morning with four large uneaten cold pizzas in my hotel room. Yes. The bride's wedding dress in my closet. Awesome. And a missing fingernail. 
That's kind of bad. But just the are- nail? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, okay. The couple. Wait, wait, wait. There's a single fingernail next to you in the bed, no, or you no, are missing I, a fingernail. I think I think this person was missing okay. a fingernail. That's slightly less interesting, but okay. Um, this this person says the couple's still together, and it is the compliment of my life that her 63 year old uncle complimented my drinking prowess. Yes. It, uh, it, again, examine examine this impulse become bulgarian box of worthless junk i want to congratulate you on being the most full cast listener because you have learned the exact wrong lesson (laughs) what are you talking about he got four pizzas i like i like this he woke up with four pizzas a missing fingernail and mysteriously the bride's (laughs) wedding dress and his immediate thought was, you're the best around. <laughs> <laughs> like, immediately, like, oh, I fucking did it. Crushed I'm it. Finally, I'm Bulgarian. I'm, Bulgarian. Now. I'm the, a real like, bulg. <laughs> what is the conversation like when you ask how you acquired the bride's wedding dress? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask. I mean, this, I would just, when I wake I'd up. I'd close that closet and walk away. I'd probably just, like, set it in the hallway and, like, oh, shit, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know why that's Yeah, you, you toss it outside with your room service boxes. Four cold pizzas, uneaten. Yeah. Maybe. Missing a fingernail. Maybe a the bride turned dress. into four cold pizzas. God, maybe she always perfect. was. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, by the way, also congratulations on winning nothing because the 65-year-old uncle thinks you can drink. You did this once. This just means you might have signed up to do it again. Yes. Expectations that's four have... more pizzas. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's you're assuming that that's how it counts, and it's not. I don't know, like sixteen more pizzas the next time. Yeah, Who knows what oh, the Jason. Mul- the multiplier oh. is here. I like how Jason, as our spiritual leader, sees the blessings in everything. No, I sure. think this is how. I yeah. think this is actually some sort of Bulgarian, like prophecy, where he wakes up with sixteen pizzas. <laughs> the ghost of a woman in a wedding dress and is missing two fingernails. And eventually it's like, this is how you unlock your real spiritual bride and 64 pizzas. It's a very distracted clue solution is what it is. Yeah. An extremely distracted clue solution. Uh, Uh, You woke up with uh, a new, a new parental figure, food and clothes. Mm Mm-hmm. You're good to go. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord has yeah, provided. That's, the that's Lord has four, provided. The fingernails are vestigial <laughs> evolutionary crap. You don't need it. That's Jason, a worth. That's a worthwhile Jason, you're trade. thinking of this. You're, you're thinking about this like a video game. You're like, you oh, have yeah, acquired listen. a wedding dress. I, no, you're, you're, <laughs> put you're on thinking, wedding dress. Now you are. You're closed. thinking about. You're thinking about asset mining. You go, yeah. okay, hey, there's this part in Breath of the Wild where if you go over here and get drunk with this one ogre, you'll, he'll give you four pizzas and a dress every time. And yeah. eventually you can just stockpile like 400 of these and trade yeah. them in for health. But it's 50 plus ogres. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was required here. And they're all old. Yeah. Imagine, imagine Link putting four pizzas in a pot. What comes out is one Chicago-style pizza. <laughs> This make link. This makes link. This decreases speed fifty percent for the rest of the game. <laughs> makes him indestructible and very slow. Link is very sleepy. And link he has can a lot no of longer opinions. climb. Climbing wants, is off now. Link wants to be sad about the bears a lot now. <laughs> Trupansky, what are they gonna do with them? Uh, Holly's turn. Yes, Holly's turn. All right, so. Look, this one rattles rapidly to a conclusion, but I'm going to need you to power through the punchline and focus on the business model. All right. Everybody ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. From two married sun devils. My wife and I got married out in the Arizona desert. 
Our vendor worked with a privately owned ranch so they could use the land for the wedding space. And while the ceremony and reception were outside, we paid to use a bunkhouse on the ranch so that my wife and her bridesmaids could get ready on site. When the party showed up to the bunkhouse the morning of our wedding, they were confronted by the rancher who clearly didn't expect them to be there. Now, can we turn this into a business model? Can we just sell property that we don't own to people that's to use we for work. their weddings? I think that's we work. I think that's we okay. work. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We're gonna we're gonna put that aside, but let's let's talk about that at the next production meeting. Do they call anyway, this? Anyway, is is this we wed? Yeah. We yeah, wed, yeah. Yeah. There we go. The, the rancher let them in, but noted that he uses the space for storage. And as such, the room was absolutely full of these silver tanks, and the group needed to be extremely careful not to bother them. And that's the story of how my wife got ready for her wedding, surrounded by hundreds of gallons of bull semen. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you're just lucky you're not marrying a Bulgarian. Also mm-hmm. known as Marines. Yes. <laughs> hey, dude, there's so much jizz in this bar. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, no other Jeff. Rules. <laughs> hey, hey, drink this. Drink this. No, it's protein. It's protein, man. It's protein. Hey, it's protein. Chug. Chug. Hey, put the koi in there. Bro, 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 bro. Put the koi in there. Put the koi in there. It'll turn into a merman. It'll turn into a liquid, merman. Right? It might, I've, seen it, I've seen it happen. It'll turn into a merman. It's liquid. It can swim, right? It's liquid. Are you a fish? Thought we were a fucking fish. T1000's basically made of this. Look at this fucking pussy. He couldn't finish the bull's human. <laughs> Fuck drinking it, bro. I dare you to snort it. Do it. Where were you in the Coast Guard? <laughs> oh. Fight. Then the fight right now. Uh, is it me? Is it Yes. Uh, my final one from One Big Cluster. Uh, I don't know if that is the identity or the summary of the story, but one and the same. Um, no restrooms at the venue. Wedding guests had to be shuttled back and forth to Wawa. <laughs> Go birds! That's it. Go birds! Go, Go fucking birds! birds. Hey, I gotta fuck. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> you go hit that kid in the mouth. He's five. I don't care. He cut Excuse his line. Excuse me, your your honor or whatever. Don't, hey, don't go I'm into a, the bathroom after the Marines. Hey, I, I'm a drunk three-year-old. I need to use this bathroom right fucking now. <laughs> oh, so we got an hey, attitude, honor. kid. Kaylee needs to take a fucking shit. <laughs> Just the three-year-old walking over going, the fucking flyers. The fucking flyers. The best part is whoever was working the Wawa at this point was like, this is normal. This is completely <laughs> yeah, normal. A parade of people in no. suits and gowns. Desperate to shit. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> this story is happening for this purpose and they didn't go to sheets. <laughs> uh, um, all right. I'm going to do my I last have, one. Uh, I, I, you want to go? I do. I, I would. Oh, like you want to go? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna Spencer, do. Oh, you want to go, bro? Spencer's, bro? Spencer's going to attempt to do one of his before Ryan steals it. I think. Okay. I'm gonna do one more, and it's. I'm gonna make it count. It, be- it better be the one I'm looking at. If it's not that, I'm gonna be pissed. It's from Butt Pocket. No, nope, it's it. not that one. God. It's not that one. Okay, you can steal oh, that one. Go if to you hell, want. Spencer. Um, That's fine. This one's from Butt Pocket. Fuck you, Darren Ravel. That's his whole signature. Oh, thank on you, here. Butt Pocket. <laughs> All right. So. Let me start by... No, no, wait. I want to read... Can I just read the first sentence? Please. Because this is another one where... This is the rare one where there's one perfect sentence in it, but the rest of it is also good. Thank you, butt pocket. Let me start by saying that the groom is from Alabama and has outlaw tattooed on his ass. Out on the left cheek, law on the right. Surprise. Is that that redundant, though? He said he's from (laughs) Alabama. 
uh, surprisingly, he's not the story either. So, Maid of Honor nails the speech. Everybody crying. Does a great job. Then, it's the time for the best man. But Pocket describes the best man as obscenely drunk. And has been drinking for two hours. He was too drunk to give this speech two hours prior. And he hasn't stopped drinking since. Starts crying in a really uncomfortably bad way. Then begins to reminisce about a beach trip the two of them went on when they were younger. It's going to be a little dramatic reading here. You're warned ahead of time. <laughs> Following his paraphrase, but memory, by, for memory, but is in no way exaggerated. <clears throat> we went on that beach trip back to Pensacola back in the day. That's back you was fun. You did shit with me. Man, I remember I was down there in the water. Repeatedly swings the arm as if he had a racket in hand. That game thing continues swinging imaginary racket while turning to look at the audience. Yo, what's that called? That fucking paddle ball or some shit? That's it. It's paddle ball. Man, it was a blast. Fucking paddle ball. And man, you remember them girls? God, them girls were so hot. Them fucking college babies from Florida or whatever the fuck. Shit. Oh, you had that girlfriend that was there? She was such a bitch. But God, she had the fattest ass. At this point, the father of the bride jumps out of his chair and sprints to snatch the microphone away at a speed. Because he, too, has an opinion on the ass of his girlfriend. <laughs> I want to emphasize that in Butt Pocket's excellent transcription here, fattest is written all in all caps yeah, here. Yeah, like okay. as, as if Al Pacino was yelling it. <laughs> Mobile Al Pacino, okay? Oh, uh, Rained during the outdoor reception. Food mediocre. Music sucked. Best wedding I've ever been to. <laughs> It's my right. last one, and I don't think I could do better. Here's the Thank one you, I, Butt Pocket. Here's the one I wanted you to do. This is from the guy who set the bar on fire in Korea. My oh, friends, welcome back. My friend's family is hardcore Scottish, and his brother ended up marrying an English girl. Being Scottish, they wore their kilts in the wedding party. The right. English groomsmen decided to wear England flag pins. Oh, fuck. No. Good-natured ribbing turned into kind of a bit of more of a thing at the reception. It was not good-natured at any point. I mean, historically, that is correct. Yeah. Fast forward to the reception. One of the English groomsmen has the DJ play uh, the England national football team song. My now drunk friend goes over to the booth, takes the record off the turntable, and breaks it over his knee. Yeah, this fuck is- you. We're not done. His wasted dad pulls down the English flag off the wall, gets up on the head table, and proceeds to bend over and wipe his ass with the flag right beside his new in-laws. You're goddamn oh, right. Scotland the brave. Correct. Yes. This is the one I wanted. Spencer, yours was good, too, but I really wanted to. Re- I, I wanted that. Um, I'm sorry. I had to get to the phrase, makes paddle ball no, motion. What I do you call it. that? I get it. Um, to stick with the international one, here's my last one. This is from Ben. The year is 1985 in a small German village. My mother was pregnant with my brother, and to appease my grandmother, both my parents decide to get married. There's no money in the family, so they decide to have the celebration in their small garden with a friend of the family taking care of the food. He Germany got loud- legal league. Oh, okay. He had loudly announced it as their wedding gift from him. Hmm. The day of the wedding comes, and there's platters of cheeseburgers and cheeseburgers, and nothing Oh, else. sorry. This was supposed to play a lot earlier. Ah, <laughs> oh, the song of Germany. <laughs> Always on time. Uh, there's platters of cheeseburgers and cheeseburgers and nothing else, because catering guy had forgotten the wedding until two days before, so he just went to a small burger place and ordered 60 burgers. 
Now, my parents are not the romantic kind, and in many ways, they're very stereotypically German, so they shrugged it off and opened the quote-unquote buffet for the guests. It didn't take long for my aunt to find mold on her two-day-old cheeseburger, which had just been sitting in Catering Guy's car since he had ordered them. No. Uh, To save the party, my dad got a friend to bring more alcohol from the gas station a few blocks away. The wedding party started to drink, including my mother, who does not drink. She never had before. She never did after. But on her wedding day, she drank, and it didn't go well. She stumbled in her heels and fell through the glass door to the garden, which promptly shattered and cut her badly. She ended up having to go to the emergency room in her blood-drenched wedding dress, and she vowed off alcohol afterwards. The catering guy remains a close family friend. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes, that's right. Germany the brave. Oh, curse me, kilts. I, I think this is when we recall everywhere is ultimately Scotland.